This evening with some good buddies, sipping on some good suddies. I don't know. I was going to make it rhyme and it just fell apart. Uh, anyway, I am joined by v- Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, Brian. I'm doing well. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. I can. Uh, and okay. we're also joined by your bro Chacho up in Tulsa Town, Villem. How are you doing, buddy? How are you doing? Good. Brian, I'm doing well. Good. You met the <laughs> how you doing. answer your question with another question. <laughs> we answer your question with the exact thing that you asked me. <laughs> Bold move, but I'm here for it. Let's make that happen. We'll just go with it. We'll just go with it. Uh, Frank, I know you are not drinking anything. Uh, fair. Uh, I think I should probably do take the same path that you're taking and maybe drying out a little bit. Uh, villain Wait, are- can, can we... I hadn't heard this. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 on a hiatus. I need to lose some weight. Okay, fair. Out, cutting alcohol is a very effective way to lose weight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I like I work out. I work out six times a week, and I already try to eat pretty healthy. So the yeah. only thing left to do is really. <laughs> yeah, I mean it adds a lot. Honestly, it's like one of the main contributors. I feel like that and sugar. It's like mm-hmm. easiest things to cut. Biggest contributors of weight gain. Yep. Good convo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a killer killer way yeah, to start but, off. Hey, no, but but instead of that, I'm going to switch to smoking a cigar during our cast for a while. And the nice, nice cigar is the Drew Estate, and this will probably be my one cigar a week, because I normally smoke one a week. So you guys now get to be that one. Nice. Um, it's the Drew Estate Maduro, and it's pretty unique because I don't smoke Maduros, but... I normally don't smoke them because they're too heavy for whatever I'm drinking. Or if I'm drinking, they're too heavy and I never finish them. So um, not drinking, I get to taste them. They're quite good, um, but they are still pretty heavy for me. Like, I I mean, this is 40, no, probably 35 minutes of smoking, and I'm less than a third inch. Yeah, holy shit. Um, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's really heavy. And... I don't know, Brian. Have you experienced? Because I've always experienced this with Maduros. They uh, they burn longer, and nah, they don't burn quite as. I think you may not be smoking them as fast because they're they're a more rich, fuller bodied tobacco. Maybe, that, and that may be what why they tend to burn longer for you. Because I mean, I've I haven't experienced one. But I don't. One, I don't have to relight them as often. This is what I feel like. Maybe it's just this cigar. Easy. Uh, what was that? I don't know. Frank just he, I don't know, spiked his microphone or something. <laughs> I didn't know. I just moved a little clip. My mic's on the stand over here, so uh, if it uh, if it's ever okay. too soft, let me know. Okay, we'll do. I'll just uh, we'll just you know squeeze it at the base a little bit and make that mic stand right up. <laughs> um, the no, uh, I don't know. It could be a lot of different things. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I I've only had to relight uh, like not. I don't want to say poorly made cigars, but like <clears throat> less goodly made cigars. I've had to relight. 
uh, from let sitting around for too long. Um, I mean, even for like 15 minutes and then they go out and you're like, ah, oh, shit, that really shouldn't be the case. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Manduros are, are fun. They are, uh, a very, it's a full experience and enjoying them after like a, he- like a big meal is nice. Uh, and I know some people <clears throat> because they're not used to the fuller body to those, uh, tobaccos in there the full bodiedness of the tobaccos in there. They can sometimes get like stomach aches or like nausea uh, just from um, smoking those. Damn, for real? Yeah, I don't get that. Um, the same How does it affect your stomach? How It's not like it's being a, metabolized. Oh, uh, it is. Uh, so when you bring in cigar smoke into your mouth, and you're still, uh, your pores in your mouth are still absorbing some Those of the nicotine. Vessels. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, so, no and what I was getting ready to say is it doesn't necessarily just mean uh, Maduro cigars. It can be uh, stronger tobacco. So Esteli tobacco from Nicaragua uh, ha- contains, what? Wow. It, it contains a higher level of nicotine. Clove cigarettes? Clove cigarettes. <laughs> I, I think that just has to do with the fiberglass that's in them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the fiberglass you're tasting. Yeah, that's the the burning <laughs> that you get. No, uh, but yeah, no, tobacco's fucking wild, man. And getting back into smoking cigars and learning more about tobacco, the, the shit that people have learned since the early 2000s when I used to smoke is fucking bonkers. So, yeah, no, I so, I, I love a good Maduro every so. now and then. Uh, what I was going to say, Frank, if you get the chance, it looks like a Maduro. It's it like smells like a Maduro, um, but it is a little lighter bodied, and to me a okay. much more enjoyable experience. The Cao Brasilia. Um, I've had that one. It's a fucking phenomenal smoke. I, after smoking <coughs> one in the Cao variety pack that I picked up, I think I'm gonna buy a five or ten pack of that one just to have around the house because it's that damn good. Um, Dang yeah, I mean I, I I enjoyed it. Cao makes good cigars. I mean they're just in general they make very good cigars. Um, okay, well, if we're so talking, the, so go ahead, Frank. Sorry. No, no, no. The, the the only thing I wanted to make sure not to miss is these cigars were compliments of the cigar vault over here in Buda. Um, I bought I bought some cigars from them. Um, everything currently is on back order. Okay. Getting uh, everything's on back order. Yeah. Give me a second. Are you guys getting me twice? I'm not. Okay. Um, no, so every everything currently is on back order. Like, they're having trouble keeping cigars in stock. Mm. Um, so the guy, or Brian, over at the Cigar Vault was just like, you know, we just had a Drew Estate event and um, have some leftover. And he, he ended up giving me, like, damn near $60 worth of Drew Estate cigars, which was awesome. So shout out to them. It's a good... Cool. Good move. Oh yeah. <clears throat> All right, Brian, move. Not doing not crazy thing. It's doing well. I bent. I bent down. Brian's, Brian's, Brian's got this super fancy camera. That's a mirrorless <laughs> camera, and he's uh, he bent out of frame, and it was trying to autofocus and figure out what. To, so yeah, the uh, focus I have it set on right now is uh, face finder. So like I can uh, go way back, and it should follow the focus on my face. But yeah, it does issues, a really good job, actually. The issue is when I go out of frame, it tries to find a face and freaks the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't handle doesn't handle change well, Villem. <laughs> uh, what are you are you drinking anything, Villem? Yes, I am drinking the Spaten Optimator. Yay! Mm. Love a good German beer. Yeah, exactly right. And that was just I haven't had I hadn't gotten a six pack in 
probably since the last time we recorded. So that's your that's uh, the Doppelbot, correct? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I can't remember. It's just the Optimator. If you haven't, it's got to be one of your staples. If it's not, it is. Uh, you got to try all the German beers and the Hofbrau. You know, like the Spottens and the Hofbrau's and some of the Czech beers, and figure out what your staples are out of Europe like that. Weinstefaner. That is my shit. Yeah. I will. I will. That's a hill I will die on. Weinstefaner and Eyinger both yeah. are fucking amazing beers. Uh, especially the time of the fall, year. You know? mm-hmm. Would you say, Frank? Yeah. And this, no, I was saying, especially this time of year when you can, if you're lucky in the big cities, you'll get them on tap. Um, yeah. And that's the best. Like if you go yeah. right, right. I mean, th- now until end of October, you'll find the guys. I don't know this year, maybe COVID has a big impact on that, but yeah. um, normally you're going to, f- you used to, be, yeah, normally you'll find them this time of the year on tap at the big, big boys. Yeah. And, and or if you have a German beer hall or something in te- we have oh, yeah. in Tulsa, we have like uh Fassler hall, which I wouldn't really call like, I mean, it, it's, it's a German style beer hall. It's, it <laughs> might be a little bit offensive to just straight up call it a beer hall. It's uh, as close to a beer hall as we're going to get in Tulsa. Exactly. Yeah, in in the middle of the United States. Yeah, I, but I give it, they have, they have a solid, a solid eight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they do a good job for what they, and we have a kick ass Oktoberfest celebration here, like legitimately speaking. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, all that to say, having Fassler Hall, we get, uh, they always have the German beers on tap. I actually had a That's German awesome. beer, uh, a growler fill of Eyinger Oktoberfest, which is my favorite mm. Oktoberfest from Germany. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but I got a 32 ounce growler uh, down at Little Elm Craft House because I'm trying my best to to keep them going. They're having they're having some issues uh, getting through COVID, so try to go by there and take all my growlers and fill them up once a week. But I had no problem filling up the old 32 with uh, Eyinger Oktoberfest, and I was gonna have it on the cast tonight, and then I drank it all yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I'll do it. Backfired on me. I I poured a glass. And I was like, ah, damn it, it's so good. I'll just have you know. So I just have one more. And I filled the second glass up. I'm like, ah, shit. There's only like five ounces in this thing. Might as well go ahead and finish it. And I was like, well, fuck. They're not open. They weren't open on. Uh, they're not open on Wednesdays. I I think is when they're not open. Anyway, it didn't matter. I didn't have fucking time to go there anyway. So yeah. I was like, oh well. I'm I'm drinking Corona Familiar. And uh, I'll switch over to Red Bud Berliner Weiss here in a second. But all right. have y'all had Corona Familiar? Uh, no, I had it once I'm, because I was a little curious. You were, you were familiar curious? Wait, no, I didn't have it. No, I've never had it, actually. I was just very curious about what it is. Didn't you tell me it's no different? Yeah, so at one point, it was the exact same as Corona Extra, <laughs> just in a brown bottle. And then Constellation, maker of all things Corona and Modelo, decided, fuck it, we'll just make a new damn beer. And Oh, shit. They used Without an ounce. They, they used Austin as a test market about two years ago, and it blew the fuck up there. So I think in the beginning of 2019, they started bringing it in in like 12 and 6 packs. And shit, it's good. It used to only be sold in quarts, like 32-ounce bottles. Um in like high end grocery stores and uh like yeah central market Mexican, and shit. but also like Mexican meat markets would sell them. 
Uh, and they would sell like crazy, but they reform they reformulated it without telling anybody, and they were like, "Shit's still selling." So it's good. It's good as fuck. I love Familiar. It's amazing. Anyway, can you can you pour it in a in a glass? I want to see what the color is. That color. It looks just. I mean, just a touch darker than quite a bit. Quite a bit darker. I feel like the fucking, or maybe you got some orange light going on, but I do. I think it's the Corona lighting, looks yeah. way closer to piss to me than uh, it does. Cor- hey, regular Corona is delicious. Regular Corona mm-hmm. in a can is fucking amazing. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's, yeah, I, I got but some. It is I got some cleaner light in here, it so is. you can kind of see. It's okay, not okay. Yeah, it's, it's 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 more yellow. You're right. Sorry. I, yeah, I have I have some effect lighting going on here, Villain. I'm trying to look as good as well, possible I like for you it, guys. Honestly, I like the tone to the light that you got there i'm pale as shit so i gotta give myself some color you know how that goes so brian (laughs) no we aren't all (laughs) well all of us white boys yes all (laughs) (laughs) what were you saying friend no i was saying so speaking of the setup that you've got yes um you've you've traditionally gone kind of the let's call it the wild west route i um, go building I, at building setups. I call it the Brian, hobbyist, the hobbyist setup. It's the hobbyist approach. Yes. But yes. Brian Brian does something that very few people, or not very few people, some people, have the balls to do. And uh, he goes to the far, far west, <laughs> crossing the old satin. The Silk Road. <laughs> the Silk Road. Satin, no, the Silk Road. Um, <laughs> Via horse and buggy yep. uh, Silk, to buy, <laughs> yeah, to buy to buy factory direct parts from China, um, in order to uh, fill out his setup here. So Brian, can you can you uh, kind of instruct us on what what tonight is is a is a Chinese factory <laughs> straight factory special? Okay, so here's the deal: I don't buy a lot of things from direct from China. I buy things that I rely on. I buy those uh, typically more mainstream brand name parts. So like Behringer is my favorite audio audio equipment setup. I buy right. that shit. Now the connection, the connectors and the connection points, the pieces that can be very, very expensive if you buy name brand parts, uh, I find alternatives, and uh, the, a lot of those alternatives come from China. So for the longest time, this podcast yeah. was run through an external <clears throat> sound card, which if you've never used an external sound card, it's probably because all of your computers you've ever had have a fucking microphone input, and uh, my computers, the computers I was using when we first started this podcast didn't. So I bought an external sound card, which required no drivers, was shipped directly from China, was a giant piece of like molded plastic with the jankiest USB connection, and the headphone and microphone inputs, you couldn't just push all the way in because they were so loosely fitted. I would painstakingly find and listen for the correct connection points and then gaffer and then tape. Touch it. Oh, no, I would electrical tape it to that point and then seal it. See, you oh, know, nice. heat, heat, heat wrap the electrical tape. So it was a permanent connection, essentially. And I knew going into it, that that piece of shit would last for 12 months on the dot and then it would just fucking break if I never touched it. If I touched it, six months tops. So I buy equipment from overseas 
that does may not have the most uh, quality tested pieces, knowing that they'll break, but knowing that if I buy six of them, it will add up to the cost of one well-made product that will probably last about the same amount of time. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's the right way to go. I'm not I'm not making fun of it. I just think it's funny because, to me, most people, most people don't have the patience that's required for buying stuff from China, right? So, oh yeah, I don't know. If, okay, so speaking to your your sound card, right? If you're buying something from China and you're buying it for a quarter of the retail price, nay, an eighth or a tenth of the retail price, I say mine was a tenth. You should you should be expecting. A tenth of the lifespan, right? So that's why I buy two. If you get more than that, yeah. If you get more than that, you're lucky, and and you know, good for you. But for the most part, like the added cost normally onto a product is QC testing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what I find hilarious are the folks who go, they go on these Instagram posts, and I am one of those folks. Uh, they find a cool video from Instagram, right? And they're like, shit, that looks awesome. And then they buy it because, hey, it's it's only 30 bucks. It's only 20 bucks, whatever, right? Uh, not thinking twice. And then eventually you're like, shit, I ordered that thing like a month and a half ago, and it's still not here. Mm -hmm. Eventually you go into your inbox, and some fucking random shipping company from Chinjing sent you an email that said, your your package is on this boat to track it <laughs> go to this website and enter this tracking number right google doesn't even connect to this website you have to physically go to the website enter the tracking number and then find your tracking info and then you'll find it like left port whatever july 17th and it's august 14th and you still don't have an update yep Okay, so it still is on the fucking Pacific Ocean. It's just floating around out so, there. <laughs> yeah, and then the next step will be like U.S. Customs, awaiting customs clearance. And then like maybe that takes another week. And then it's like handed off to USPS and nothing else. Yep. <laughs> so then you're like, okay, so now we're just untrackable. It got to the American shipping system and it's just like, poof, gone. Now it's going to end up at your door at some point. <laughs> It fucking it every single time I just laugh. I'm like, holy shit! Only in China do they get away with this shit. So, um, I ordered because British Royal Mail tracks all the way to your door. I've ordered shit from Great Britain. I've ordered shit from from Europe. It always comes tracked all the way to the door. It never goes handed to USPS, handed to FedEx. Yeah, never is that the case. Okay, so I ordered this cool ass thing. You've everybody's probably seen it. It's this. Uh, remote controlled pool floaty where oh, uh, God. you can sit on the float <laughs> you can sit on the float it's got two motors and a joystick on each and it's it's powered by four dc batteries and it's good for like i don't know two days worth of moving around the pool okay yeah. and the float normally is like a 70 dollar yeah. piece yeah Speaking of Chinese knockoffs, Brian's watch that didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> moving. As you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fucking paperback watch. The paperback so, watch itself. Uh, yeah. So so sorry to no, so I ordered this I ordered this pool floaty, right? Because I, I had seen this thing before on like a sharper image catalog and I was like, oh that's fucking sweet. Yeah. Like years ago. Years ago. Right, so 120 bucks. So it was like, I don't go to a pool often enough. That's not worth it, right? It takes a lot for me to not, like, to say that's not worth it. It, it'd, be, it'd be worth the fucking 
laugh. The one-time laugh for me. This normally. is the man okay. who bought some shoes that required wireless charging to work. So for him exactly. to say it's not it worth takes, it. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to go, I like it, not nah, not worth it. Okay. <laughs> so so I I was like, uh, not worth it. Eventually on Instagram, two, three years later, this ad pops up and it's the same pool floaty. And this dude's cruising around, drinking a beer, got his two fucking joysticks moving around this pool. Okay. Gets a little too close to the edge. Er, gets going away from the edge again, right? Pretty fucking awesome. They even have a drive a drive by beer pickup on this video. Oh, okay? okay. So I mean it can't get I any mean, cooler. Li- cannot. Cannot. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like a pit stop. It's the equivalent <laughs> of a fucking pit stop. So yeah, I was I was stop watching it. I was like, God damn, a 1.2 second beer pickup. That's fucking awesome. So all right. So we did, like watch this video, really into it. Click on the uh it's twenty six dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm like, what? okay, we're talking. That's Cook, a deal. Cooking with fire, okay? Yeah, exactly. It was like, yeah, we're cooking with gas here. So, 26 bucks. Get to the checkout. PayPal. Okay, fine. I can do PayPal because you can do a chargeback. No problem. Um, do the PayPal checkout. Uh, shipping pops up 17 bucks. I'm like, holy shit, that's, that's 75% of the price of this good. That's but steep. You know, it used to be 120 I'm going to get out of this 42 bucks deep. We're good. Okay. Get out of this real quick. Get out of this situation that you're clearly putting yourself in. Just want to make sure we're clear on this. (laughs) Okay. 40, 44 bucks. Okay. (laughs) And I need to, I need to, uh, need to give, you're going to need to give me about two minutes here in just a second because I need to go pick up an item and you'll understand why. Okay. Okay. So I ordered this in the beginning of June and at the same time, uh, our neighbors, I saw their uh, little grandkids playing outside with, uh, uh, like a sprinkler attached to a hose, but it's like one of those old school little metal round discs, you know, and it just kind of sprays out of the ground. Yeah. And I knew she, the the little girl had a birthday coming up. So I was like, shit, you know, as soon as I bought this thing, another thing popped up. <laughs> and the other thing was this unicorn that sprayed water out of its head. Yeah. Okay. Fucking massive. So now I'm thinking my neighbor, right? Fawns, who's like almost 60. No, he is 60. Uh, and like total fucking like old school badass hard dude okay so he's like 60 but he loves playing with the grandkids and i was like okay uh this would be awesome for the birthday party uh so and and this thing looked massive so i was like so not only is he gonna have to put up this massive fucking unicorn in his front yard yeah it's gonna be funny (laughs) the little kids are gonna have fun too so so I ordered that as well, and I think that that's something back like forty bucks or something. Okay, okay? worth it though. To, so now to have I'm a giant unicorn. Now I'm in. I know I'm in a good hundred dollars in Chinese goods. Okay, <laughs> I'm like okay, this this is going to be interesting because I've never ordered anything this way. Okay, put the order down. Uh, it didn't didn't even think about it until this girl's birthday was coming up, and I was like, I wonder where that fucking unicorn is, and. I check and I, I received, like I said, this tracking code from some nondescript shipping service. And uh, the last update was handed to USPS and it was like three days prior. So I was like, okay, at worst, it's going to get here later this week. Yeah. Lo and behold, it gets here. It's exactly as described. It was like, perfect. They even threw in an extra toy. There's like a little ball that you can blow up with water and the kids can play uh-huh. with it. I was like, oh, fucking awesome. Great deal. Handed it to Alfonso. I was like, 
hey, uh, this is for the grandkids. Let them have fun, but do do off gas it. So like throw it outside for about a day or two in the sun. You're not going to want them to just like suck on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, does it total performance? You know, thing works exactly as described. I was like, fucking hey, why don't more people do this? Then I check on my fucking pool floaty. Okay. Uh-huh. Pool floaty has not said handed off to USBS yet. This was the thing I wanted. Okay. So I'm like, okay, where's this floaty? Doesn't arrive. Um, eventually we get this random nondescript again, fucking mailing envelope in the mail. Mm-hmm. I open it. It is a pool floaty boogie board about the size that a three-year-old would use. Okay? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go get the. I'm gonna go get this thing. You're gonna laugh twice as hard when you see it. Ugh, I um, can't wait. I got totally ripped off, and I go. The wife opens it, and I go, "Oh, I think it's that same company that sent us an extra gift, hoping that that's what happened." Okay. <laughs> I go. I go look, and no. The shipment said arrived, delivered, whatever. I was like, you motherfuckers. So I filed a complaint with PayPal. They immediately refund my money. I go look online. These guys are known for shipping like you're ordering X, Y, and Z. You get a toothbrush. Like it's not It's not like a legitimate shipment company. Yeah, no. I was expecting so, them to show up with that unicorn sprinkler and it'd just be a, a teddy bear with a fucking camera hidden in the nose. exactly please accept our wonderful uh toy shipment as also a good (laughs) good holy shit the actual teddy nanny cam is like a 400 hundred dollar bit oh yeah that's crazy you can't fuck around with that go go get this thing minutes give me two minutes i'm gonna go get this thing and refill my water real quick okay sounds good it's gonna be funny i want to i wanted to talk to villain i think i don't know if he saw me freaking out by the beer that i just tasted Uh, this thing is fucking it's wild so i don't know have you ever heard of independence brewing out of austin yeah you've talked about them a few times uh so they make a a summer beer it's called red bud it's their berliner vice people go ape shit for it well they released uh, i went to little Elm craft house again to fill up some growlers and they were selling six packs so i was like cool sure i'll buy a six pack what's going on here find something that i haven't tried before i haven't seen in a while and uh, so I picked up Red Bud, and I saw, I was like, oh, shit, right next to it, they had Red Bud, Red Bud Cucumber. And I was like, well, let's try this shit out, because I do like, one of my favorite summer beers is a beer from Urban South Brewing in New Orleans. They make a yeah. cucumber lime Berliner Weiss, and it's fucking amazing. Ooh, delicious. It, I mean, like, you think cucumber water, but with, like, a hint of lime and a little bit of salt. <laughs> it's fucking great. You can't, can't. Have you seen the other guys, Brian? Yes, I have. I know. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, 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 that lemon just hits you. I can't remember what the line is, but, uh, but this thing, Red Bud Berliner Weiss with cucumber added is, uh, it's embarrassing. It's goddamn great. I would love that. It's really good, but it is, it's potent. Like it just, ripped wow. away my taste buds for a second. That's why I was freaking out after having that little bit of sweet Corona Familiar. Okay, Frank. Oh, Holy shit. Holy shit, Frank. That's what my they sent you? 40, $44 pool float. <laughs> ladies, oh ladies and gentlemen, it looks like 
Dora the Explorer Under the Sea uh, is happening yeah. on this inflatable raft. I mean, I think I don't even know that this thing doesn't have holes in it. Well, it probably honest. does, and I would definitely don't put your put your lips around the old inflate valve. No, it's still it's still off gassing. It's been in my garage for two weeks. Yeah, it still smells like fake fake plastic. Well, it's probably gonna um, smell like fake plastic until it's burned or it catches on fire. Either way, so yeah. That so, that's what I got. So, so it doesn't not even every Chinese thing is a scam, but that is a scam. So it doesn't even have little turbines on it to make it go. Dude, it's got nothing to even be the equivalent <laughs> of what they were trying to send me. Like this is something I don't even know that I would buy this for my child. It looks so unsafe. Oh, I definitely um, wouldn't spend forty dollars on it. Okay. It's not un it looks just like a normal pool float to me, but just like kind of like not what you would expect for $44. No, fuck no. I, I guess, no, but so, okay, so you say that, but the, you know how, like, the handles are normally kind of, like, in there? These handles are just plastic molded to the surface, so that's going to pop off as soon as the kid tries to do anything. <laughs> this is cheap. It's cheaply made. If your kid is trying to stay alive with this thing, no fucking way. I will say this. The wildest, <laughs> no shit, the wildest shit that I've seen as a parent... Are people taking their their like infants to swim class and just tossing them in the pool? It's fucking <laughs> insane to see. But when you hear the thought process behind it, of like if you have your kids around a pool, all that like right. or a pool around kids all the time, like you don't want them to rely have to rely on being in like a, a fucking life jacket. You want them oh. to be able to take care of themselves and get to the side of the pool. And I don't know if my parents were negligent or what, but like. I learned how to swim from going to the pool. It's just like, like not a ton of adult supervision. I barely ever, the only floaties I ever had were like the arm ones, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. You know, the ones that they yeah, but under arms. And like, for the most part, it was just kind of like, just cling on to the side. You'll be fine. And then if you feel brave, like, you know, or like swim to me. And if you can't make it, I'll get you and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's every learning's learning. I mean, people learn differently. Yeah. Like I, my parents tried their best to teach me how to swim. But when my dad started talking, I always stopped listening. Uh, mm. So that was a problem. But like my best friend, his dad taught me how to swim when I was like way too goddamn old to learn how to swim. But it was because I trusted listening to him more than I trusted my fucking dad. Honestly, I thought my dad was trying to fuck with me constantly. <laughs> that's, that's what it boiled down to. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just the relationship that we have, uh, yeah. But maybe. like, I I think as long as it doesn't matter how you fucking do it, just you do you know how to swim now? Do you know how to like take care of yourself right. and like stay I alive? Think, Some of it matters. I think you can instill fear by trying to be too cautious or overprotective. You know, oh, like yeah, like, like oh, I don't have my my do more damage than good if you go too far in that direction. I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, and that was that's kind of the philosophy at least that we took with uh, teaching our daughter how to swim, which is like, you don't need to have every, you know, X, Y, and Z to swim. You should be able yeah. to swim yeah. anytime. Uh, anyway, parenting advice. Yeah, and, and just, just to that throw in the pool approach, it can also scar kids for life. So you uh, well, that's why yeah, that's, that's the, I would go to that extreme. Well, that's this, the so. technique that they, that's the reason they do it so young because kids don't it's, have, if, if they're young, you can do that. I'm just yeah. telling you, if you, if you have like a six year old, and they haven't swam before. <laughs> They'll never get in a goddamn pool again. Like, don't be a fucking idiot. They won't. They won't. Um, like, they'll look at a backed up bathtub and be like, "I'm not fucking getting in there. I need to run some drain exactly. cleaner through that." Exactly. Uh, you're just gonna push me and not save me again. Um, 
So, okay, so in good news, yeah. okay, in good shipping news, okay, because that, that was a truly awful story, and I know everybody feels bad for me. In good <laughs> shipping news, <laughs> I, I love Woot Gourmet because I love Struffoffels from uh, the Netherlands, okay. okay? And they're pretty high in protein. I don't know what flour they use. I think it's oat flour. Um, yeah, so they're, right. they're, they're actually a pretty, pretty good snack for after you run or something. Um, and, uh, these babies, right. These, these are made in Georgia. There's eight, eight in a pack. And, uh, I saw them on boot and I was like, okay, let's get a sixer, right? It's 48 waffles. Perfect. Okay. That'll yeah. last us until the next time it comes on boot. Cause they come on boot about once every three months. So Bought an eight, bought a six pack. <laughs> Again, the wife opens the package from UPS today. Motherfucking twelve packs of strip waffles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so somehow they doubled up. I'm guessing they needed to get rid of them. Um, but yeah, so there is good news. There is there is a a silver lining. Oh, Frank's household has been story. blessed. Now their 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 shipping woes have been offset. I believe I believe the saying is the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. No, no. In my case, it was the Lord taketh away, the Lord giveth. Giveth. Well, yeah, very different. That's my faith, goddammit. That's my conviction. Yeah. Have I ever told you about the time that I, I signed up with stamps.com to get a free scale so I can measure out my homebrew hops? Oh, my God. Brian. Yeah. Is it a triple V? Do what? Brian, well, actually, Brian. Brian said, "What's the triple beam?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah Brian. Brian started his scale excursion by going to this Chinese knockoff website. I and did. He said, I "Whoa, guys, that's still too expensive." <laughs> he said, I, I, "I actually did." I, uh, <laughs> I I was gonna go that route, and then I was like, "Stamps.com is giving fucking scales away on everybody who listens to a podcast Why back in 2014." <laughs> So I'd I, like this free. I'd like this free. <laughs> I would like to, Oh, I would like this free. And also I will forget to cancel my stamps.com subscription. So I fucking go with like three months. So I've essentially paid for a badass scale, but I never got it anyway. So, uh, with stamps.com back in the day, you could request boxes and like mm -hmm. for shipping. And I thought that I was getting five, just like five free boxes. <laughs> Wait, 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 Brian. Yeah. Did you move with stamp.com boxes? <laughs> what was that? Because okay, so here's what happened. I said I know I heard you. I heard I said, you. you. I heard you. Oh. <laughs> here's what happened. So I ordered five boxes. I thought it was like five free boxes. They sent it to you, whatever. What I did not realize was they sent me five boxes of twenty five boxes. And these <laughs> motherfuckers were like twelve by twelve by twelve. They were cubes. They were so many fucking boxes that I had delivered. The the UPS guy or the 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 postal delivery guy showed up to my apartment at the time on the third floor. Okay, Mrs. Brian calls me while I'm at work. She's like, "What the fuck did you order?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm, like, I'm broke, dick. I didn't order anything. What do you mean? She's like, "I've got five giant USPS boxes here at the house right now, or here here at the apartment." I was like, "Okay, well, we'll see what they look like when I get home." Walk home, there are five boxes of 25, 12 by 12 by 12 boxes. She's like, what the fuck are we going to do with them? I was like, you know what? We've got a move coming up soon. Your parent, like her parents were moving soon. 
we had goddamn kitchen boxes for days. Like they were perfect size for plates. Do what? Not like gathering boxes, you know, without just like going to fucking U-Haul and just buying a stack of boxes, which is like cheating, but (laughs) figuring out where you're going to source your boxes from for moving is always an issue. So like that works out. Let me give you life hack. Number 1 million, go to your local liquor store, go to your liquor, your local like bottle shop and ask them for six pack boxes or liquor boxes. They always have them. They're always well built because they hold a lot of weight and they, uh, they always have them. Even if they're broken down, you can retape them and they are gold. Trust me. I still have shit packed in Grolsch boxes and uh, Corona boxes because they're really well built. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that life is great. You heard it here first. Yeah, ADLB. yeah. Don't if you heard it somewhere else, they were fucking lying to you because they got it from us. It's our oh, that was your stance. idea. That was our. That's my aggressive stance. I got it. I got it. <laughs> could you could you imagine moving in twelve by twelve boxes, twenty five boxes at a time? Oh my god! I mean, not 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 just not just by accident. I'm saying like if someone was playing the system right. It's yeah. like yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> One cubic foot at a time. I got it all packed up. I mean, you know, like yeah, yeah, I got it all packed. I, I'm playing Tetris in that U-Haul trailer. I've got it fucking set, man. It is not like, no yeah, square. That would inch. be so hilarious, though. Like if if you paid someone to come pick up your move, and you go, yeah, I got it all packed, and all you have is twelve by twelve boxes, and they go, you've got twelve hundred square feet. Yeah, I got 1,200 boxes. Don't worry about it. I just want to say the worst, <laughs> or the, worst moving, the worst moving experience you could ever thrust upon one of your friends, your poor, poor friends, is to ask them to help you move uh-huh. and then not be show up to move you, not have anything packed. Let me throw a caveat onto that, uh, a 2.0 onto that, because yes, while that is a, a pain in the ass, you know what the most demoralizing thing is? What moving, showing up to move someone, only to find out that they're moving within the same apartment complex. <laughs> oh, why is that? Because you can see, you can see where you left. Like you can look back and be like, "You moved from over there. I moved this couch from there to here." Fuck. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no resting. There's no break. <laughs> Your reward system and helping someone move is feeling like you moved things a great distance. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> whereas in that reality, I just walked across the parking lot carrying this couch. Yeah. Which I will say, probably, there is someone very, very close to the to us on this podcast who I have personally helped move across a parking lot. Did, did you? Did you even? Did did that person even pack shit in boxes? Because I wouldn't bother. I would just take well, take the drawer. Take it over, put it in the same fucking drawer, and then bring the drawer back and put it back. So there were some things that that we definitely did that with. Uh, one of them being a bookcase, which he was like, we can just move the bookcase on a dolly, right? I was like, no, this bookcase will fucking fall okay, apart. So now it's Parker. Mm-mm. No, it's not Parker. Troy. Mm-mm. No, it's Derek. Yep. <laughs> I moved Derek across the parking lot one time. <laughs> what was hilarious, though, what was hilarious, though, was I did like I, again. I didn't know that we were moving into the same apartment complex. <laughs> so we like we get everything ready. We're like, okay, so we're gonna load this up into a truck, or what are we doing? And he's like, I'm just gonna walk it over to building two. 
I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you huh. showed up with the expectation that. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, we're going, we're going like cross town, something like this. What are we doing? He's like, okay. building. That's also town. very uh, like, I. That sounds like Derek. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, what's the most convenient thing that I could do? We're gonna move right down the hallway. That's fine. That we can make that work. I don't even have to change the payment <laughs> options. <laughs> That's great. So parlay this so, deposit over into another apartment. <laughs> so was he? Was he at least? Was he at least uh, moving into the bottom floor? What do you think? No, we were moving from the bottom floor to, to the stairs. second floor. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> but oh, I mean, like that's okay. rough. By that point, by that point, I've I mean, I've shit. Mrs. Brian and I moved every other year. I mean, I had moved. Every year in college, uh, so I mean, I've got my, I've got, I, I still have my moving steps, and like even w- the years that Mrs. Brown and I didn't move, we we're helping friends move into their places. We we're in our twenties; it was a whole different time. Yeah. Uh, so now, when you move, it's just dreadful. Oh, now when I move, it's going to take an act of Congress. I swear to God, like I'm uh, legitimately yeah. I shuddered at that thought the other day of like, oh god, and that's why I threw half the shit in my garage away. It was great. It was a fantastic best move I've made in my life. Um, and that's also why I've gotten rid of so much stuff in this brew room too. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't used this in two years. Nah, done. Getting rid of it. Either giving it to somebody who can use it or chucking it in the goddamn garbage because not doing this shit. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the uh, one of the most unique human experiences. Like everybody else who moves just builds a new house and says fuck it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a bear moves the den. They're not like, oh god, I had my favorite rock in that den. No, no, this is this is a this is a uniquely human trait on Earth, and we just fucking we bring it on ourselves. We shouldn't get so attached to shit. Relish in it, dude. Yeah, no, I'm uh, fucking bullshit is what it is. <laughs> it's all goddamn bullshit. Yeah, what if we what if we what if we advance society, but all we did was add TVs and electricity to caves? You know, like I don't know. Are you just, sure you're smoking me, a Maduro like... cigar and not just straight up weed? <laughs> you no, just said, "What if we add electricity and, cable and TVs to caves?" <laughs> no, we, we invent all this cool shit, but why would we leave the cave? You know, like because it didn't have central heat in air, Frank. It's goddamn hot, man. It didn't need it. It didn't need to. It, it didn't need it. Go to any cave. It doesn't get too cold. It doesn't get too hot. If it gets cold, you add some fire at the entrance. Now you've got a little little heat. Uh, dude, we have people fucking ingesting hand sanitizer right now. You mean to tell me that we don't have dumbasses dying of carbon monoxide poisoning? By Brian, just, Brian shouldn't have left the cave. If I, they were in the cave, they would die of carbon monoxide poisoning, and we'd be rid of their asses before they get to the hand sanitizer eating phase. I don't even know if it's carbon monoxide, so, but whatever it is that would lighting a fire in is it carbon monoxide? Carbon monoxide I don't know. I don't know yeah, these yeah. things. I'm dumb. I see. So, why don't even burn so, yeah. in the house? You know, it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 life would be, I don't know. Sometimes I contemplate, why'd we leave the cave? You know, you could do everything you do today, but in a cave. Okay. I, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, there, what, what could something. you not do? The indoor plumbing. The Flintstones had goddamn animals that they had to keep under the sink to regurgitate yeah, water, up, ca- you know? Yeah, but the cave, so. the cave, the cave would have a dirt floor uh-huh. in most cases, right? Oh, you, so you're gonna we install run, drains? We run pipes in there. Yeah, no, no, just fucking run some pipes in there, drain it off. You know, we can have our own little mutual leech field that no one goes to. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're right. We don't have to have outhouses here. 
right. Everybody could live in a cave yeah, as a family, you know. Mm. Um, we, you could even build some cool structures in the cave. But then if you move, you just leave those for the next guy. Well, it's essentially you know, like, what we do now. It's just instead of taking the bunk beds, you fucking leave the bunk rocks. Yeah, but, but you wouldn't have that much shit. Where? Because it's a fucking cave. Well, if I got twins, you know, like you're just gonna put them in the same room. You got to get them bunk you just beds. Put them in a cave. You put, put them in, in another cave. cave. You build the cave yeah. off the cave. This is an off cave. No, no off cave. There's no shortages of caves in this world. Oh okay? yeah, sure, sure. I mean, as long as you. What about? What if we run out of mountains? I mean, are you gonna do underground caves now? We're gonna live like mole people. Then our fucking no, bodies no. change. We physically change at that point. I mean, then maybe we go back to huts. For the guys, you know, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have an issue so much with the structure. It's just the size of said structure. There's so much room just to collect shit. That you know what pisses you know, me off. Maybe that's the downfall of the of, of the moving from a cave is like then we got the into collection like, of shit, all this extra shit. Uh, you know what yeah. I will say. Maybe you, that's why it took so long to invent electricity. We you got may too be focused on bullshit. You may be onto something because out here in the fucking burbs, the only thing that are more that's more prevalent than like multi hundred home communities are storage facilities. And I fucking yeah. do not understand goddamn storage facilities. If there was going to be a Brian's level grinds my gears, which takes a lot for me to fucking raise the flag and talk some shit about something that's inane and nonsense, but fucking storage facilities are goddamn nonsense. If you can't store it at your house, you don't fucking need it done. Boom. There we mm-hmm. go. If you were living in an apartment, like downsizing, whatever it is, and you have a storage facility, I feel like there should be a goddamn time limit on that until, boom, done, done. You're gone. Like, you, you fucking, you lose your storage I'd unit. I'd like to chime in on this. Do what? If I'd like to chime in on this, if at all possible. Okay. I have a storage unit. I happen to. Boo! I don't know why. I, I'm probably going to regret Shut booing up. you, so go ahead. <laughs> I think it's... What is it? 25 or something square feet? It's I think it's five by five. Okay. Um, and I live in a, in a thousand square foot apartment. Oof, fuck There's fuck the fuck next yeah, step up. Listen to me. The next step up from yeah. where I live is a two bedroom. The next step up from where I live is like two double this size. Right. Okay, roughly. If you're talking practical terms, like right. two bed, two bath, you know, like. That's kind of what I'm looking for, and and those are not super often built. One, so oftentimes it's more like twenty five hundred to three thousand. But um, and some people like don't necessarily you, need that space or can afford it, whatever. And so like it's great to be able to tack on an extra like twenty five square feet ad hoc to store some shit that you I, you do want to save for a future day. I think but, I you missed the I think you missed the first part of the old rant gear up, which is not ranting about uh, storage facilities being in and around uh, like areas where there are apartments or townhomes or storage facilities anywhere. Like in general, what I'm pissed off about is out here in the burbs where there are fucking houses and there are 2,500 square foot homes, and they still need a storage facility of you know 200 square feet, not 25. I mean, that's a goddamn, it's an extra closet, which I completely (laughs) understand. You need some fucking space every now and then to store some seasonal shit. Or maybe you got a fucking, uh, a motorcycle that you can't store, you know, if when, during winter months, like hell, I will even give you boat rental, like boat facilities and like RV storage. 
Not that I fucking, I mean, I used to work for an RV company. I still don't fucking get it. I really don't like just either go camping or get a fucking hotel. Like don't, don't sleep in a, in a bed above a tank of your shit. It's not, I will, say, as fuck. Yeah, I will say like those teardrop campers are pretty cool. Like that's basically just a bed on wheels. Again, uh, like I just throw some shit down on the ground and, and, and fucking let's make a tent. You know what I mean? But I, all that to say, I agree. Like you go do you, you do what you want to do. Uh, if you need an extra closet to store some shit, 25 square feet, negligible. That is fucking, that's like a locker, a locker's worth of storage. That's fine. As far as out in the burbs where like all the houses are, you know, relative size. Plenty big enough for you to store all your shit. And if you have extra shit, you need yeah, to get rid of it. Right, right, I agree. Uh, that's what, that's just the piss me. And I say that because as I was leaving the, uh, the house today, to go get Taco Bell, trying to get the last of the spicy potato burritos or spicy potato soft tacos before they went away. And guess what? Turns out it's too late. They already sold out at my Taco Bell. So it's been a shitty day for Brian. Anyway, uh, as I was leaving the neighborhood, I see right across the street, they're, they're building a second storage facility outside of my neighborhood Two neighborhoods been here for like, yeah, it's been over 10 years, but it's been like fully developed for only three years. The fuck are we filling? How have we already filled up all of our shit in the garages and closets and rooms of, of these homes that we need an extra storage facility? It's fucking nonsense. I will take silence yeah. as agreement. Yeah, I, I, I tend to be on that side. I So <clears throat> for the reasons stated, right? Like, yeah, I'm not talking about the thousand square foot. I've had storage facilities. I lived in a whatever single wide for a year needed distortion. I get that. Right. I'm talking about, again, to Brian's point, your suburban 2,500, 3,000 plus square foot house. If you can't get this sorted, and these homes have attics, if you cannot get this sorted, you you probably need to stop buying shit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if you need, or, yeah. If you need more, like my opinion, and maybe you have a large family, so this might not apply to you, but generally, like, Family, two to three kids. If you need more space than the house it takes to like store your shit and house the people that live in the home, uh, get rid of things. It it really feels really good. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, to have a ton of stuff that you're always dragging around with you through life. Really, like, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have. Yeah, yeah. that's all I have to say. It's it's all I, I mean, have to say on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here with a root table in my garage, okay? And I have not taken that to a storage facility. Frank, I don't think I that, even I don't think that, car I, I don't think that thing will root table. I don't think that thing will fit into a storage facility. It definitely won't fit no, in a 5x5 five five storage facility. No, it won't. <laughs> the tables, Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, this table is fucking massive. When he says root table, it's like literally the root of like a 25-foot tree. Root it table requires like three people to carry it at least. It's fucking <laughs> monstrous. Least. What is it like eight feet across at one point? I think it's actually eleven. It's so fucking it's ridiculous. And it's just like a. Uh, it's, I. It's way. It's way too big. I. What so are you gonna I, do I'm with that? At the point. Are you gonna put it in the middle no. of your new patio that you set outside and just take up the I'm whole at, thing? <laughs> I'm at the point now. I'm at the point now where I am searching for woodworkers in Austin yeah. that can finish it for me because 
it it needs industrial like dipping and shit. It does not. You you oh, cannot really? do this by hand. Yeah, it's got too many crevices. Yeah, like you can't paint. You can't paint seal it. No, or, or to seal, seal it, it properly is is a hell of a fucking job. So, <laughs> I'm trying to see. I mean, I looked I looked up online. Right, the the wood in and of itself is worth a lot of money, in that condition and like that state. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to ruin it. And uh, I know the family really wants to see it done. So I'm trying to find someone in the Austin area. So, yeah, if cast members, if you know someone that can finish a goddamn near 100 square foot uh, <laughs> coffee table made out of. It is not a square feet. You can root. If it's 10. It's, no, it's, it's 10, 10 by 10. <laughs> it's got to be 10 by 10. It's, 10. It's not. Absolutely. That thing is fucking massive. I'll go measure it right now, and I I, I would be so, – Willem, I can lay on that thing, yeah, and it, I don't reach the end of it. It's monstrous. I think I'm more concerned with the term coffee table uh, and the size <laughs> of it. Okay, it's, it's, <laughs> 70, it's, at least, it's at least 75 square feet, might be pushing 100. It's in that oh, range. It's fucking, fucking range, okay? And uh, and it's not it's not a complete table either. It's a root. Yeah, so it's, it's just a mahogany a, root. It's just a base that has of a gaps. Table. Yeah. What exactly. do you put on glass? You'd have to. You put can it. put glass on it, but at the moment we just no one's ever put glass on it. And plus, a piece of glass that big is expensive I mean, as fuck. Buying a new house. I and think yeah. you should you should get a woodworker to make you a cool like, uh, what what are they called? Uh, Natural is it natural edge? Oh, you mean uh, uh, you live edge? Live edge. That's what I mean. Live edge. Get someone to make you a cool live edge top. That'd be neat. I mean, oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. But you're a uh, fucking sequoia is what you're looking for for that live edge that size. <laughs> you're looking for like. Well, you'd also. But then the joinery on it'll be cool. Oh sure, I mean it'd fucking be amazing. Yeah. But also, Frank, Frank, where? It's it's not the, the, your current house would not house this table, would it? <laughs> like, where are you gonna put it? Is what, <laughs> yeah, like I don't you know. Take it's out the dining room. The house. There's no, there's no doorway. That thing can go in the garage or go on the patio. It won't even fit through this patio gap over here. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's, it's, it. it can only fit in the flagstone pa- patio. That's it. Yeah, that's I where it's gonna go. We're it, gonna build a pergola and put it there. You should get it finished. That can be outdoors. Put that's a, that's the plan. Put a pink granite top on it and uh, uh, Austin it the fuck out. That's what you need. Yeah. There won't there won't be a top on it. I mean the thing the thing's too beautiful to put a top on it. The grain on the on the root is really cool. Perfect idea. Carve um, so, just carve whole dip divots in it. You can have like different uh, cigar ashtrays, cigar holders, and then you just drill holes for cups. Like and then put <laughs> Yeti koozies in in the holes. That way it keeps uh-huh. drinks cold. Frank, I'm gonna modernize the fuck, and we'll put charging stations in the oh, wood mm-hmm. and uh, pop up TVs and right Yeti big yeah. in the middle. Market it, yeah. Cross it. Get a maybe. Should I should I have them paint the whole outside in camo? Yeah, obviously Ooh. pink camo for the ladies. For or Brent. maybe a little a little orange, a little orange on the, the edge. But what about a blue like that. a blue line right in the middle of the table, and then everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> Defend the blue line. Yeah, everybody knows. I, <laughs> Make it I look like, like yeah, I like. It. 
make it look like it was dipped in camo, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh, the fucking coolest. Yeah. The, the little the, plex. The, what's it? Plexi dip. Yeah, plasti dip. Plasti dip table. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. We just need a vat the size of a fucking Olympic sized swimming pool, and like <laughs> a crane to just drop it in all one time. It'll be great, Frank. I think we can source this material for you. Um, uh, dude, I did. Uh, I I honestly. I have no idea how I'm going to get that table out of the garage. I, I actually think know. it would be a cool ass piece to put on that flagstone patio. You just have to, it would be, I mean, cause it would look like literally you built the patio around a goddamn 200 year old tree. <laughs> 200. I, I, I bet that tree's like you almost a thousand years old. I think so. You got to figure out how to get it, uh, how to get it finished or whatever for outdoor. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like you're going to run out and just bring it in when it's the rain starts. <laughs> hey, right. Right. I'll <laughs> <laughs> go get some uh, furniture. You guys, you guys are just fucking having the biggest oh. work session over this miserable no, but are you to that's in my fucking <laughs> garage. Put you, it on casters. Need, okay, listen. Your options are your options are get rid of your dining room table and put it there. And then you don't have a dining room table. Also, you're probably gonna have to right. go. You're probably gonna have to get you're, rid of that liquor cabinet too, because it's gonna take up that spot as well. Door in order to be able to get in. How did you get it in? <laughs> it's, it's a conversation starter. How the fuck did this get here? Well, interesting story. We, we built the house around it. House. You'd have to lift the roof off, honestly. Like, Peeled it off like a tuna can, you know, and then just dropped it in there. You guys want something to drink? So- <laughs> Check out the charging yeah, station. Well, well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Everybody, would you like something to drink while I've got pillows stacked around my dining room table? Because the thing's about fucking three feet off the ground. It's just huge. <laughs> it was well, and everyone's call. sitting very oddly. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sitting. I feel like I'm at a console. Yeah, it wraps around you, Sally. Shut up. Now, do you want to live it, or you just want some rosé? <laughs> You're just constantly tripping over the root or or other people's pillows as you get up to go to the bathroom. Fucking clang your shin into the top. You got of fucking. It. You're playing board games on it, and the dice are just falling through the holes because yeah. people can't keep it on the board. Damn it, Ray! It's the last time you get invited over for non- for Monopoly night. You son of a bitch! You lost the dice, Frank. Frank, I don't know why we're playing Jenga or Yahtzee, Yahtzee on the fucking You knew the dice were going to roll in it. <laughs> uh, taboo only. That's the only thing you can play at your fucking, your big ass root That's table. Right. Um, yeah, Frank, keep us posted on your uh, coffee table, your <laughs> coffee table that you've had for near a decade now. Um, yeah. And Brian, I, I'm going to, for the listeners, I'm going to send you a picture of this thing. Okay. Um, and you can. Uh, I'll of course put a plantain for scale. No thanks. Oh, um, a plantain. How how yeah. global of you? <laughs> I'll put a plantain for scale, and then uh, uh, they'll be able to see just exactly how large this tree stump is because it is <clears throat> it is something to be admired. Honestly, I don't. This thing traveled. The, okay, the U.S. Army. Move this bitch all the way from Costa Rica to Dominican to McAllen, Texas. Okay, and then me and four Mexicans moved it from McAllen all the way to, well, loaded it in McAllen, and then two of my friends came here and we kind of shimmied it off 
the flatbed in in uh in Buda. So. You mean to tell me that when the people showed up to your house with it, you didn't yell at them and call their delivery service to, and tell them that they didn't get it all the way into your garage like you did with the water filtration system? Never God. forget, Frank. Dude, I was scared that guy was going to come back to my house and beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, that would have been that the most... That dude was so, so fucking mad at me. He was so angry. <laughs> you wouldn't help him do his job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, normally we just leave it here on the curb, and I go, and what? what the like, fuck, am I gonna do with it there? Ten a.m. <laughs> you leave it at the curb, <laughs> like what, is the gonna... trash people come and pick it up most most of the time. <laughs> the fuck is it gonna grow legs and walk itself in by noon? Yeah, fuck here. exactly. Deliver that shit at least onto my property, not onto an easement, asshole. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Uh, well, okay, yeah, keep us posted. Send me a picture uh, with uh, Plantain for Scale. I'll I'll post it to the gram. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I, uh, I, I, I've really slacked off in my uh, social media shit now that I'm back to work. Last week when I was on vacation, I was like, man, fuck, post a few things here and there. Now that I'm back at work, That's I'm actually right. doing the same thing at work that I'm doing for fun. I'm like, I'm... Uh, I don't feel like doing this as much anymore. It's kind of shitty to write copy. Like I just, I may just post a picture from now on and just no caption, no hashtags, fucking like it. If you want, I don't really give a shit. Uh, but that's really not a way to grow an audience. I've been told. So, yeah, yeah. But you know, like sometimes we don't need to spam people. Like, I think it's okay. Not a big deal. Maybe one, more than once you know? a month, I should probably be hitting it up, you know? I don't know. You tell us what you think over at, uh, at NoBeerLeftCast <laughs> on Instagram. Send us a DM, and I might see it. I don't know, to be honest with you. Stories are much easier to shoot off and, and do. Feels less permanent. And I don't even know what the fuck reels are on Instagram. Anybody? Anybody fucking have a clue? Villam, you're on mute. Villam? I don't know if you were answering me or just mouthing. The fuck's wrong with this old man? I have no idea. I don't know what the difference between reels are either. I no idea. No fucking clue. It's like a longer boomerang with fucking music, which oh. is fucking terrible. That I know that at thirty-three years old. Is this like a TikTok? Are they? I think so. Didn't yeah? Uh, didn't Facebook try to launch a TikTok? Is that what reels is? I have no clue, man. If it is. I think they're doing a bad job of it. <laughs> yeah. I hate this like culture, honestly, of all of that. What social media in general? Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, and the way it links to like stock prices and valuations and things and Oh, you mean like oh my beer influencers of a few years ago? That and Facebook, you know, all of the like big announcement things around like tech and it's just dumb. I hate it. Yeah, it's not, not value add. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not helpful. I, I know that much. Definitely it's not awfully, helpful. It's awfully toxic. Uh, I think I I blame uh, influencers in general for uh, overhyping and over like basically giving a false reality to value uh, to the value of companies. Because I mean, it's yeah. really easy to say this is good drink. Because I got it for free and they sent it to me and I didn't have to leave my house. It's good. It's great. Very. <laughs> flavorful and like just shut the fuck up there is a beer company i'm just gonna go and say it wild leap brewing out of atlanta i 
know, like, I don't know 100% for sure, but my gut is telling me they sent a lot of beer out to a lot of people in a very short amount of time because the amount of Wild Leap beer that I saw posted to Instagram last year about this time, it was like last fall, was just astronomical. I mean, literally, people were Wild Leap, like, Oregon, and, and wait, 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 California. This is this, this is a company. This is a company that you probably hadn't heard of. Yeah, one hundred percent, I hadn't heard of, and I feel like if I haven't yeah. heard of them, they're fucking new and like really, yeah. really goddamn new, and not like new and like oh the the original brewer uh, at Goose, you know, a Goose Island brewer jumped off and and did something on his own, or like when the one of the founders of Stone started his own brewery in Atlanta. Like I knew that was happening because like it's legit people doing legit things. Yeah. People follow that. But like when I see wild leap cans showing up at beer influencers houses in Frisco, Texas, and I know for goddamn sure that this beer is never entering our market or at least not in the next five years. Fucking weird. It's really goddamn weird. And then when you ask about it, people are like, no, it's a great brand out of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm like, let's fucking copy. That's copy edit. Like that's not, like you're yeah. not you're not a fucking. This is a great a, a great imperial IPA made from uh, X Y Calypso and Z from hops and uh, fantastic beer. <laughs> yeah, you're like oh I'm getting hints of mango and coriander out of an IPA. No, you fucking aren't. You were just drinking goddamn. You dunked Tootsie Rolls in your Miller Light last week, and you were like great value add here. I'm like shut up, shut the fuck up, <laughs> get out of here. So yeah, no, I blame right. shit like that for 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 false hype. And things, I agree with you, Villain, but it's not fucking helpful. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing. I mean, it. but if you're gonna follow some influencers, make it Frank Villain and Brian because we didn't sell out. So even though yeah, we could be, just follow us. Even though we can be bought, <laughs> even though we can be bought for a an embarrassingly low amount of money and a free pair of socks low. sent to Troy, we don't <laughs> sell out. You know, one of That's our right. only sponsors that we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> That's right, and they sent it to a non-regular cast cast member, but somehow he was. Hey, but hey, we we did we did do hey okay so last (laughs) last thing really quick it's gonna take two seconds did you guys see draft top got sold yeah and they ruined yes they ruined the whole thing yes oh Oh, god so we have we have some draft top relics we have some draft top relics that actually work yeah. After um, I showed y'all how to use them. The new ones are made out of plastic <laughs> and 3D printed. Yeah, they're plastic with like a fucking rubber grip on the top. It, it looks yeah. trashy. And they're sold by two different companies. Like they didn't sell them to one other place. They're branded differently by two other people or two separate people. And Yeah, they probably just licensed it. They're identical. Yeah. And the shitty part, it, like it's whatever. I, I hope those guys got fucking paid is what I hope more than anything. Because their product at least worked, and they put a hell of a lot of effort into it. And they put real wood on the fucking handles, which was and mm-hmm. is dope as shit. Because yeah. I, I still oh, use my There's a thing called up. a ghost swing opener now, too. Manual top. Yeah, these dudes just, they sold it to some big Chinese manufacturer, and just they just went ham and made like 70 million of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to show up four weeks later, what, 12 weeks later, as a goddamn pool floaty in your, <laughs> in your mailbox. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Bringing it all back around. Jesus, the ghost, the ghost swing opener on Newegg is nine ninety nine. Really? Just complete shit housed uh, product. Yeah. We should, we should at least, we should at least buy one 
and test it out just see what it's like four wait 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 check this out 444 ratings 39 percent are positive <laughs> i didn't seem helpful I, well, all right all right gents i'm gonna go and play this out with this because i want to hear something nice this is nice to me this is relaxing i'm, I'm down with this uh so i thank you all for listening to another wonderful episode of nobody left behind we know that you're talking about us. We hear we hear the things. Our our ears are burning, if you will. <laughs> so, please continue uh, telling friends, family, coworkers about the greatness that is No Beer Left Behind. I promise you, we're trying our best to get away from the talk that we shall not mention uh, that we mentioned on our 200th episode. I listened back to that villain, and I was proud of how much I've grown as a human uh, for not bringing it up. <laughs> thing that we won't mention uh, so like I said tell friends tell family uh, make sure you subscribe over on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode every now and then we fuck we might uh, might get our drink on get our smoke on on a Saturday night and throw out a last call I don't know I'm just throwing it out there it might be fun to do so be sure you follow us over on our social media accounts at no beer left cast on Instagram at no beer left cast on Twitter at MBLB beer on Twitter as well and uh, shoot us an email over at nobeerleftbehindcast at gmail.com if you got suggestions or requests or uh, if you just find some fun beer shit that you want to hear us talk about. I mean, it didn't even have to be beer shit. We talked about fucking storage facilities for like 20 minutes tonight. So we're an open book, ladies and gents. That's what I'm getting at. All right. For Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I am out. This is Villarm and Tulsa. Thank you for listening. For Frank, sorry, sorry. <laughs> totally stepped on your exit. Um, it's, uh, for Frank in uh, far, far, far north McAllen, Texas. Um, <laughs> if you are interested, uh, apparently Matt Burke got real offended today that I, that's the former center of the Minnesota Vikings, asked, <laughs> why the fuck is Matt Burke still on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> did he block you because the dude the, the dude's a complete conspiracy theorist like QAnon piece of shit kind of Aubrey Huff uh, Aubrey Huffish oh fuck so called him out on Twitter today yeah if you want to go have some fun go read that bit um it's just a bunch of MAGA hats supporting him and calling me fat because apparently there's a picture of us on Instagram where we're in New Orleans and I'm about 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> it might have confused you for me. I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't way. matter. But uh, I was like, yeah, you know, when, whenever you can't attack the point, attack the person. So it was, <laughs> it, it was funny to me. I had a really good afternoon just trolling those people. So uh, yeah, if you want to get entertained, go read up on that bit because it was funny as fuck. Um, for Frank, again, in far, far north account, I'm out. Beep!